Blog Talk Radio. I'd better walk the line Cause these girls I'm with Are gonna make me lose my mind I tell everyone That I'm doing great These girls are gonna help me break My heartbreak Yeah, I've got two new girlfriends they will be with me till the end I guess you could say That I'm addicted to them There's Bloody Mary in the morning Margarita every night I got two, two new girlfriends Well, tonight we'll have a menage a trois In a corner booth Down at my local bar Another love gone wrong Don't wanna hurt no more I need to get let up And that's what drinking's for Yeah, I've got two new girlfriends I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, the one and only Ian Bush, my sidekick, my partner in crime. As you all know, this show is always unscripted, it is always a lot of fun, and the hour flies by. I encourage you to invite all your friends, relatives, enemies, in-laws, outlaws to join us as we interview indie artists from across the board. This is an outlet for these indie artists to be heard in places they might not be heard. And on top of that, ladies and gentlemen, you get the opportunity to hear music from someone you've never heard music from before or even read a book from someone you've never even heard of. We are out there, and we are rocking and rolling. 
that song was called Two New Girlfriends, and it is sung by my guest tonight, country pop music artist Larry J. And it has been said that his songs are Five Chords and the Truth. And I'm going to get him to expound on that in a little bit. The New York native, now residing in California, interjects that truth with hopeful lyrics and tasty melodies to create his own brand of award-winning Americana tinged Southern Fried Music. Now, I also want to talk about how somebody out of New York does Southern Fried Music because I'm from Georgia. All y'all know I'm from the South. So I know Southern real well. But we're going to talk about that. A first runner-up in multiple songwriting contests, including the prestigious John Lennon Songwriting Contest, he says he started writing and performing music to, quote, set my soul free. I can relate to that. Jay has performed at the famed and historic Troubadour in Los Angeles, and he shared the stage with Neil Young's sideman and member of Crazy Horse, Sonny Moan. He says, when I perform, it's just me and my guitar and my rhythm track blooper. I like to keep things intimate. Larry, welcome to our show tonight, my friend. Thank you for spending an hour with us. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, it's it's a pleasure to be here. I, so. I was doing a deep dive on you, and you've been performing for a long time. Let's talk about your background and your history. How long have you been performing, and... What made you decide to perform? Okay, I've been performing for you know I won't say how many years, but let's just say a long time. I'm I'm not a spring chicken. Uh, I've only you know I I I stopped writing many years ago, and I I started to write again about five years ago. Uh, but I started performing as a guitar player in bands, cover bands, and. Uh, and I've just been doing it off and on my whole life. I'm a lifer. Uh, I remember when I was like seven or eight years old, I heard someone play guitar, and the strings, I just vibrated with the strings. I just knew I was always going to be playing guitar for my whole life. I didn't know at that point I was going to become a songwriter, but I I really like songwriting. Well, would it be fair to say, Larry, that it it got in your soul, and the only way to get it out was just to pick up the guitar and play and write songs and just throw it all out there. Oh, of course. I mean, I mean, there are times when things don't go your way, uh, and without a without a song, I I don't know how I don't know how people can get by if they don't like music. It's just you know, it's from the gods, you know, it's from God. Music is it's, it's beautiful. Well, right. Well, absolutely right, and I am with you. Music has has soothed me when I was down. It has brought memories up when I needed them. It has music. There's an old saying that there is music to soothe the savage beast, and with you're right. Without music, I don't know how anyone functions. Ian, weigh in on that. No, I agree. I mean, I remember. Uh... As a young kid, um, I still remember the the album cover and all that too for the CD. Uh, well, it was actually a tape, but you know later on I got the CD. But the the Beatles best of the blue cover and the red cover. Oh man, oh. I couldn't sleep without that stuff on. So I, I really uh, I, I really connect with that as well. 
Are you a big Beatles fan? You know, I was when I was a kid. Um, I listen to it every now and again now, but I think, uh, I don't know, I think I kind of grew out of it a little bit. Yeah. Slightly. I'll still listen to it, but something about when I was younger, it connected with me more. So that's actually a great question for you. Have you uh, kind of transformed your voice and your sound as you have uh, progressed from spring chicken to not so spring chicken? <laughs> I, I, I think so. Uh, although I've always liked the, uh, I mean, I love the Beatles. I love the country. I like I like modern country because it, they're really integrating everything, you know. Uh I try to although I'm not I'm not like traditional country, but I just like people like Sam Hunt and uh there's just so much good stuff out there now. Are you into are you into modern country at all? You know, um Again, when I was a little bit younger, um, I was in the big and rich, and I, I don't know if that's what you'd consider modern country, but um, big and cool, rich, eh? and, yeah, and and um, Toby Keith, and um, you know, I don't know how we classify I love this him, bar. Johnny Johnny Cash. You know, I, yeah. I was always a Cash fan. So. Oh yeah, you gotta love Cash. He, he's timeless. He is definitely. Thing is, even after all these many years, you you see the younger artists coming up, and they still cover him. Oh yeah, he's iconic. He's uh, you know, he's like the Beatles. You know, he's just he's one of a kind, and uh, he's always been like the singer for the people. You know, with the Folsom Prison, every 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 other band I hear does Folsom Prison Blues. And uh, I liked when he did uh, his version of uh, Hurt. You know, he, yeah. He's, oh. he's, yeah, he's just a great artist. So, did did you like the um, Nine Inch Nails rendition of Hurt from Johnny Cash? Yeah, I've heard that, but I like I like uh, Cash's version better. Do you? Yeah. There was there was something raw and. Deep, and the first time I heard that song, I watched the video as I was listening to the song, mm-hmm. and it spoke. I felt like that he was finally saying to the world, "This is where I've been. This is mm-hmm. how I am, and this is where I'm going." And it just, the whole thing was an explosion of emotion. Oh yeah. Well, well, and you well, know the history behind it too was um, that was his last song I think before he was uh, yeah. passing away. And I think his what's his daughter's name? Jude Carter. No, that was the wife, right? Yeah, June was his wife. Yeah, his wife had passed earlier, and uh, yeah, yeah, he was just. I mean, you can feel the pain he was feeling in that song. I mean, uh, Nine Inch Nails wrote this song, but I just love his version of it. Well, if you had a biography, what would you want to be known for? What song? Yeah, what song or what would you want to be known for? What would, you know, because that was was Johnny Cash's last last song, truly. 
what would be your last song that if if you had to uh you know summarize your life and your experiences what song would would you play that you've that you produced i would probably do uh a killer song it's a song i it was one of my recent releases it's it's yeah. about music you know when when nothing else is working a killer song will always work It'll kill kill all those bad feelings, those negative feelings. So I think that that's what I'm trying to say. There's always hope. There's always and and listen to your music, Larry. I get that. In fact, I was listening to uh, one of your songs when I was getting ready to open this show called Chasing Me. And there's just there's something soulful and you've got that rawness that vulnerability that many artists won't portray but they don't know how it's like you just stand up there and say okay world here I am take me or leave me but this is what I'm feeling at this moment this is what I want you to feel and you just lay it all out there on the line for chasing me yeah that was a fun song to write it was an interesting song. It was a very interesting song. And now I wish life could be as easy as reality TV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a fun song to write. I try to it put was. a little humor into my songs, some of them. I've got a new song I just wrote uh, called uh, Night School. It's about learning about love. Oh, I've got to, I'll have to listen to that one. What Michael yeah. Stover does. Well, it hasn't been released time. yet. So I'll have to get it to well, you. I guarantee you as soon as it's released, because what Michael Stover does is every time you guys release a new song, he sends it to me because he knows that when I hear it, I'm going to get you back on the show just as quick as possible. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I've been working with Michael for many, many years, and he and I built a relationship, and he knows when I say, Michael, I want this person, I want him now, he'll say, okay, I'll fix it. I didn't even know about the interview until like yesterday. I saw the email. Well, he's, he's falling down on the job. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. I got the time. I was just jamming earlier today, and now I'm, now I'm talking about the music. Later, later yes. I'll do some recording. So, so my days so are I filled wanna, with music, either promoting got, or writing or recording. I got a question for you. Okay. You're a New York native. I have a lot of friends out in New York. Absolutely adore them. You live in California, and you write Southern Fried Music. How in the world do you do that? No, it's it's what I it's what I've lis- listened to and and what's in my soul. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of people from New York who Eddie Rabbit was from New York and he was he was yep. big in Nashville. It's it's just your nature. It's just my nature the type of music. People like all kinds of music. Uh, I mean, I like a little bit of rap, but I can't do it, and but not too much of it. Uh, I like some soul, but when when I when I perform, when I play, 
that's how it comes out. That's I, that's who I am. So you don't have to be from the South to to be Southern fried when it comes to well, music. I, I think in your past life you probably were from the South because when, like you said, when you sing, it it, it and I'm from the South. I'm from the Deep South, so I was raised with artists from the Deep South. You can't. You came from the Deep South in another life. I'm telling you because you've got that down to a T. All right. Well, it's not always. I have to be honest with you. It's not always me singing in those songs. Sometimes I use other singers. But, but, but it's always me producing and, and all the instruments and all that. So that might be why some of the confusion. Because well, I'm, no, I'm, but I mean, what she's. What she's saying is that even if you're not singing, you still have the spirit. I mean, you oh, can. Oh, yeah, of course. That's, that's what I'm you trying to not, say. You, that's, that's, that's my spirit. Yeah. 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 You, in another life, you were you were a good Southern gentleman, I'm telling you, because it comes through. I, so, I always love well, when we get somebody from, uh, from the coast, because I always uh, ponder how Yvonne and I can sit in the same room being being from two separate sides of the line. Right, Yvonne? Right. <laughs> How did you guys meet from that distance? Were you both doing oh, shows, goodness. radio shows? We are both authors, and yep. he was in a group. He was in an author's group, and the group went belly up, and he had put a post up, and I saw the post, and I said, okay, come and gather under my wing. Because I I have been where you are, and I do not want to let any author be abused in this industry. It's hard enough as it is. So we became friends and have been friends forever and a day. I've watched him grow, watched him get married, have a little girl, get divorced, still have this beautiful little girl, watch that little girl grow up. And he's like one of my kids. I get it. You guys are killing eleven spirit. years. <laughs> yep, eleven years we've been we've been friends. Kindred spirits. I like that. Kindred spirits. Yep. And yeah. so when I brought the show back, he used to sub for me on the on the old show when I had it up, especially when when my husband was dying and there were nights that I just couldn't do the show. And so he would he would do the show for me. And so when I decided to bring it back, I said, "Do you want to co-host with me?" And he said, "Of course I do." So here we are. <laughs> do you do the show every day? We do it on Mondays and Tuesdays at eight o'clock. On oh, Mondays and Tuesdays, okay. And before I did it five nights a week, and there may come a time when I go back to five nights a week. But I'm traveling so much now that I'm doing good to do Mondays and Tuesdays. But I am committed to keep y'all out there and to make sure that your music is heard and your craft is heard and pay it forward for all the years that helped me out. Are you still are you are you guys still writing? I am and I'm talking him back into it. He stopped for a while as I stopped for a while, but I am writing. I'm I'm writing for a bunch of different anthologies and I have a a thriller dancing around in my head because the people that um, and the people in my life that really tick me off, I kill them off in books. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had a horror story I was writing for a little bit, and then um, 
kind of lost the motivation for it. But uh, now I'm writing a, um, I guess, part biography, if you will, of uh, maybe a book to my younger self on what a healthy relationship is and how to uh, persevere through trials and tribulations and uh, how to how to have two broken people come together and, and, and connect and, and heal together and, and essentially create a foundation when that person and, and I really didn't have one or, you know, we did, but it wasn't, it wasn't that great. So that's kind of been my inspiration lately is, uh, I don't know. It's what happens when you fall in love, I guess. experience of people can learn from it. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've been through a divorce, uh, no, I I decided I I I don't like to I don't argue with my my present wife. It makes things a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's going to be a quote in the book. Don't argue with your present wife. <laughs> okay, honey, you're right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and I mean, I wasn't really inspired with it until um until I met my current girlfriend. So, that's kind of where it came from was us learning, you know, how to pick up the pieces and Start over again, you know. So. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> but we do, we do. And talking about picking up pieces, I want to pet, I want to play chasing me because it's on my board for us to, to drop in about now. Since I was listening to that song before we went live, ladies and gentlemen, this is off the chain. I'm your host Yvonne Mason with my co-host Ian Bush and my guest country pop artist Larry J. No, do not leave this show and go listen to this song because we're fixing to play one. You can go later and drop down the song. <laughs> but stay with us because you know I'll find out and it won't be pretty. We'll be right back. She called me up to sing that song before he cheats If I was him I'd hide my truck or he might need new seats Yeah, she's done running after him She's free again So I'll begin to do what I can do to make her mine I want to be the one that she thinks of When she goes to sleep When she wakes up I want to light her fire Make her dreams come true Maybe then my will too I wish love could be as easy as reality TV Yeah, so I could be the bachelor with a rope She'd be chasing me She'd be chasing me I won't ever let her Feel like she's alone If she calls while I'm asleep I'm picking up the phone Yeah, my heart already knows She's special like a rare thing And I've loved her for the longest time I want to be the one that she thinks of When she goes to sleep When she wakes up I want to light her fire Make her dreams come true Baby, then my will too I wish love could be as easy 
Facebook, Larry J. Music. So, uh, yeah. 
What, what would you see in a video for that song? I mean, I, I, I have the, I have the, I, I have people being chased and all that in the video. How do, what would you see if you were going to be I, the screenwriter? What would you put in the video? I would see a, a first love, a young man that that it's his first love, and she's not giving him the time of day, and he's watching her every day with someone else, and and he's wishing that she would even just smile at him. Okay, I like that. See, I was going to have that theme too, but um, maybe like as a plot twist at the end, you know, he actually turns out to be pretty good, and the guy that um she was with wasn't all that great, and she tries to crawl back to him. Not crawl. That's that's the meaning. Um, but you get what I'm saying. You know, she. She she starts to recognize all the times that she needed somebody, he was there, and all the times that she felt good, it was with him, and now he's kind of moved on, and so like, wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, too. so she so she regrets, but he kind of like he he um, he's appreciative because what he found, all those trials and tribulations led him to the woman in his life now and it was worth it to him you give me an idea for a new song man i like that <laughs> well bring me on man i'll, I'll help you write it <laughs> that's the show, larry we we and we tend to inspire artists to create new things and that's one of the reasons for this show so when you when someone tells us that that we've given them an idea for a new song that makes us both very proud, definitely. Oh yeah, well, and it's always, you know, not trying to take away from you, but um, it always it always makes Yvonne and I really, uh, we definitely feel the energy, we definitely feel the sparks and the and the and the creative juices. How her and I can kind of tap into each other, and I'll say, you know, turn left, and when I say turn left, she's like, oh, and then there's a dragon, and I'm like, oh, cool. What are we gonna do with the dragon? <laughs> So that I think that's the magic of the of the show. I think that's why everybody kind of likes tuning in, and I think that's why people have fun. And the hour goes by so quick is because we do. We kind of spitball back and forth, and and turns you know nothing into something, and then you know it inspires you, and it inspires me, it inspires Yvonne. It's good. It's a good night. It's always a good night. Yeah, I'm writing that. I'm I'm creating an outline for this new song already as we talk. I'm telling you, you got to bring me on. I will I will do something. I don't know. I'll help you write. Shoot, I don't know. I'll do something. Yeah, so, okay, send me a message uh, on Facebook, uh, Larry J Music, and I'll get back to you for sure. <laughs> I like it. He's like, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. I'm on, I'm on the wait All list, right. Javon. You hear this? <laughs> well, you, you can't give me your phone number over the air. I, I know that. Oh, I can give you Shoot, I can give you anything over the air. I've, I've given too much over the air. <laughs> well, if you want to give me your phone number, go ahead. It's up to you. I, no, I, no, some people no. don't like doing it over the air. He's trying to call my bluff now. He's like, all right, come on. Come on. I see you. Yeah. It's no better than that. You know, if you, call, if, you, if you say something, most people will call your bluff. So, and if you're not ready to lay it down, don't put it out there. Yeah, hey now, I'm still I'm I'm still working on the other challenges of this show, so <laughs> don't even start. 
yeah, I mean, it, like I said, if you're really serious about writing a song, this Facebook Facebook me your phone number. Uh, so, so, and I was in I was in Nashville about a, a couple a few weeks ago. I did a something called Center Stage Magazine. I did a live show. That was a lot of fun, and I I sang it. I have another uh, famous place I play. I did I did a couple of songs at the Bluebird. That was fun. That's like the true. That's as famous as the Troubadour, the Bluebird. You've heard right. of the Bluebird, right? Oh yeah, it's it's yeah. one of those iconic places yeah. that standing room only if you can get in. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it was in the TV show, the national TV show. They every once in a while, some singer would go would be on the stage there. See, so, I didn't yeah, hear a word y'all just was, said because I literally just heard you writing. Like I literally <laughs> just heard you. Like he's being serious, ladies and gentlemen. We're making music right now. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't have the melody yet, but I will. I'm pretty good. Melodies, melody comes easier to me than the lyrics. Lyrics, I have to run by. All, I'm in like two or three different songwriting groups. I have to run by. They go, oh, Larry, you can do better, or Larry, that doesn't lead to the chorus. So I have, to, I have to discard a lot of lyrics and rewrite them until it well, until they all actually, really gel together. That's actually a great question then. So what comes first? So does, well, it, does it the song idea come first or oh it uh, can just be anything? Oh, I have to have an idea, yeah. I have I'd say right, so 99 out of 100 times oh, an idea. Ahead. It might it might well, I always have to have an idea whether it's going to be the hook for the chorus or a line in the verse that's going to lead me to a hook in the chorus. You have to have some idea what you're going to Put down on paper or uh, on the so computer. So the lines come before the melodies for you, or the melodies like can you hear a hear a a, um, a note and it it makes the song for you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I which hear one comes first? Uh, I'm trying to see how to answer that. Uh, you know, sometimes sometimes I hear a melody I like, and I don't have any words for it yet. And then I'll hear I'll I'll start to form a uh, I'll get a hook either for the verse or the chorus and I'll start to write it to the melody. And then there's occasionally I I have the words first and I have to uh, find the melody for it. So it works actually it's both ways. Not one comes first for me. It could go either way. We almost got him, Yvonne. I almost dumped him. Did you hear it? <laughs> Yeah, I but I understand I understand where he's coming from because sometimes Larry, when I'm writing, I I know what, what the ending's gonna be. I just don't know what the mm-hmm. middle and the end are gonna be. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that's more like I think for a a novel, right? You have to know. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. you start with yeah. the ending, then you work your way backwards. Well, but then sometimes I know what the middle middle because see, I have all these characters in my head, and they're all the time struggling and fighting for attention. So there might be, like, you've got four or five songs dancing around. I've got four or five stories dancing around, and these characters all fight for attention, and I can be sitting mm-hmm. down in the middle of a story, and then some of the other characters from an entire another story start overpowering the ones I'm working on, so I have to stop and start on that one. It gets confusing. I hear you. So I hear it's, you. Actually, it's actually funny Although that you mention that because think, I'm a I'm, transactional. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just I was just uh, 
I was Wikipediaing Anna. What's that one by Tolstoy? What's it called again? Anna. Anna Karana. Yeah, it's a very famous. They say it's one. I haven't read it yet because uh, if I have any spare time, I like to work on music. But uh, they say it's like two or three stories in one story, right? It is. I read that when I was 13 years old. And it it is it a story within a story within a story. You think when is this ever going to end? But <laughs> at the end, the subplots come together. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually I I kind of I kind of have a little bit of a midpoint between both of you, honestly. So when I write stories, um, I'm actually kind of a transactional. I know the actions. I know the scene, I know the emotion, but I can never do character development. So I can tell you, like, you know, Johnny went through a heartbreak, and uh, I don't know. He, when he went through the heartbreak, what he always leaned on was books or or his friends. But I can't tell you why, when Johnny had a heartbreak, like what threads is pulled from that, that Johnny leans on his, on his friends and his, and his books for that heartbreak. I don't know if that makes sense. So that's kind of why I was asking that question about you earlier. Does it take a note or does it take a lyric? Because I, I see scenes. I should probably be like a cinemographic person mm-hmm. instead of an but author. I don't think a note has ever scenes. inspired a, a word or a lyric from me. It's, just that I've 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 come up with melodies that I know is going to need lyrics, and then I'm, yeah, I just have to wait till I hear something in the universe, you know, somewhere. Like then I know I'll start writing the the mel- the, the lyrics to the song, and then you know sometimes the con- the song comes the uh, lyrics come or the concept comes first, and then I have to write the melody to that. But usually a melody doesn't really inspire the lyrics for me, if that answers your question. Oh, it does. You you answered it a while ago. I was just, when yeah. Yvonne was saying how she wrote and how I wrote and how you write, it was just kind of funny that we have three different parallels that we all kind of spring from. And I was also yeah. reflecting, it was kind of funny that it really has you been know, like three or four weeks that Yvonne and I have been on the show together because we're all sorts of... I'm, I'm stepping on Yvonne's toes, and <laughs> we got to get our dance back, Yvonne. <laughs> I'm going to your room. He's usually sending me to mock. But There's probably no one, one way to do anything, you know, and probably the same person will do things differently, different ways. Uh, do people ever write books together, or is it just always yep. a solitary thing? I mean, we I have, we did anthologies. Mhm. Oh, you guys written co- books together, huh? Cool. Yeah. Yep. I I have co-authored four books with a friend of mine, and I've co-authored an inspirational book with another friend of mine. So yeah, authors do that all the time, and you get a different perspective in the story. It it becomes very interesting. Well, because yeah, I like can be of a writer, but it can also someone, be. Uh, it can be interesting, but can also be ter- it can also be terrific and terrifying because I've co-authored where, you know, speaking of dancing and stepping on toes, um, I want the story to go one way, they want the story to go the other way, 
and we just can't find a midpoint. We can't figure out how to make it go. And so yeah, you really got to be careful who you share your artistic creative energy with because it can just – it can take something that you love and just turn into something that you hate real quick. Yeah, I mean, there's been people that are very adamant when I, and uh, they want the song to be uh, exactly the way they want it, especially the lyrics. And uh, I won't work with them again because they're not going to be flexible, you know. Yeah. Well, art demands flexibility. Art demands flexibility. That's why we're indie authors. We had to be flexible to get where we're at. Right. So yeah, I mean, and and not like you said, not every collaboration is going to work. I mean, that's just the way life goes. Hopefully, most hopefully at least half of them work good and just get something really uh, creative done. Well, speaking of another song, there's people that that are uh, in Nashville that write, you know, three songs a day and and co-writes. You know, very few of them are are going to make it to the radio, and and sometimes people hate each other. They'll never work again. But most of the time, it, people uh, give and take. And I find, you know, I love running my songs by people because they really help me uh, get the song a lot better lyrically. Yeah. Well, some, maybe a little bit musically, but mostly lyrically. So... Larry, let's play another one of your songs because we've got time and I really, really want to get you up. No, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot leave now. You have to wait. Show is over. We're going to play another song by my guest, Larry J. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and we are going to play his song, Wow.
was Wow by my guest, Larry J. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and, of course, our guest, country pop artist, Larry J. Larry, tell me about that song, because before the show, I was I was looking at, at an article and, and a, a piece of music called Heaven, and I read your thoughts about why you wrote that song and the purpose behind that song. And then I listen to this song now and I'm thinking those two have to run parallel with each other. They have so much in common. Tell me about this song. Okay. This song started off with the word, wow. I, you know, I kept hearing the word, wow. Uh, maybe it's overused. And I said, well, needs to, needs a song. And uh, I said, obviously, it'd be good in a love song. And then my next dilemma was, do I make someone's heart go wow or do they make my heart go wow? And went back and forth, and it, it turned out it was easier to write that they make my heart go wow. And uh, and that's how the song developed. Uh, the melody, I was inspired by... Uh, a song I heard on the radio. I don't really want to say what song it was, but so I, I kind of uh, started off with that melody and then changed it a lot and put a little Springsteen melody in there. And uh, you know, I I do a, sometimes I'm a like I'm like a recycler. I take a lot of melodies and I and I put them together and do collages and and I come up with these songs. Well, that one is very inspiring because. My my late husband used to make my heart go well. So wow. I I relate to that song very, very well. And the other song that I did not have to play is called Heaven. And when I read about that song and I read the the story behind that song, it, it melted my heart. Tell the audience about that song and, and the words and, and what the meaning is because any of us that have lost spouses understand <laughs> that song. Well, okay, Heaven started off with something I overheard someone say. I was standing in line in the in the CVS store and uh, and this, <laughs> I just talked to this lady. We were waiting in the line. She goes, well... She goes, I don't think heaven's going to let me in, but maybe they'll let me visit sometime. And I said, okay, I'm going to do something with that someday. I didn't know what to do with it. And then a couple years later, my wife was very, very, very ill. And, uh, you know, I've I've had some bad boy times in my life. And uh, so I, I knew what to do with it. You know, I was hoping that, you know, if she she's okay now, but if she went to heaven – would heaven let me in to see her? And so that's kind of the story behind that song. Well, I, I can't. I have not yet listened to that song, but I can't wait because my my greatest dream is to be able to be with my husband in heaven. So when I read the backstory on that song, I said this this man has had a trial in his life. And that song has special meaning to him. Mm-hmm. Talking about you. Yeah, well, 
that's how the song developed, you know, from reality and from, you know, a lot of songwriting is craft. So, and it's it's a mixture of craft and heart. And you have to put both into it to come up with a song, I believe. What's scary was when I was listening to that song, I actually I actually started writing a little poem off of that song. What? I'm not going to lie. There you go. What, off of Heaven? No, off of um, Wow. Wow. Oh, cool. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, like I, I literally had a couple of lines that like, again, your song was perfect, man. It really was. But like, it was almost like the part two of Wow. You know what I'm saying? Where it was like the buildup of Wow. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'll send it to you later. It's all yours. <laughs> but thank you for that. You, you, you kind of inspired me with, with uh, that song. That was a really, that was a really beautiful song, man. You did really good. Yeah, but people really love, people really like the chorus melody. I, I've always got good feedback on that. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah, send it to me, you know. I mean, I can all, if, you know, if it's really a great lyric, I'll put it in the song and uh, I'll give you no, credit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Larry, I'm waiting on you to write a song about teaching your son to drive because I also read when somebody asked you what your greatest challenge was and that was teaching your son to drive. I can relate to that because when my kids were that age and I taught them how to drive, I thought I was going to kill them before I got them the driver's license. Yeah, yeah I, I thought he was going to kill me, but he got his driver's <laughs> license. Now, now I'm giving him pilots. Now I'm taking him to flying school. I'm not teaching him, but so he's going to learn to fly now. Is, is the sky oh. safer than the streets? <laughs> <laughs> it, he thinks he can get around faster. LA is a, LA's a tough place to get around. You can sit in traffic for hours. You know, and it, I, they're going to be starting a, a, a air taxis pretty soon. Give it another year or two. That would be neat. Yeah. Really well, you know, believe me, it's coming. Uh, I, I, you know, they got this. They're working on the self-driving cars, and then, you know, you won't have a taxi driver. You just have this a car driving you. And oh, the first thing will be like from like from the from a major city to the airport. The air taxis will start. And right now, it's just rich people in their helicopters. But the air taxis are going to be they're like giant drones. Nice. Yeah. I can I can like do that because I'd rather take a beat than sitting in traffic. Say it again. I'd rather take a beat than sit in traffic. I I grew up driving in Atlanta traffic and downtown Atlanta traffic, and now every time I go to Atlanta, for some reason, I always go through downtown Atlanta in the middle of rush hour, and it just it gets worse and worse. Oh yeah. I was really fortunate when I was in uh, Virginia that um, there was a bus stop, a metro bus stop, right outside my house, and so anytime I was stuck in traffic. It was actually, like, of course, it's annoying because I want to go home and see kiddo, but it was actually kind of peaceful. I'm like, I don't have to worry about a darn thing. I just have to sit here and read a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you develop you develop patience. But, it, but sometimes if, like, there's a major accident and you're sitting there for three hours and you have to move more than 50 feet, it's hard to stay patient. <laughs> yeah, it's not it easy. really it very, it very definitely is. So, how long have you been in California, Larry? 
Well, I came out here in uh, I came to Los Angeles area in 78. So I've been here quite a while. Yeah, you have. And you've seen mm-hmm. California go in ways that most of us don't even understand. Uh, say it again? I said, you've seen Los Angeles grow in ways most of us don't even understand. Yeah, I've I seen, I seen we had the riots uh, after Rodney King. Uh-huh. You know, we've been, it's been through a lot uh I, I live in the, I live in a nice area in, in the canyons, and uh, my biggest fear is the is the fires. We get terrible fires out here. It, yeah. and, and I'm sur- I'm surrounded by uh, hundreds, if not thousands, of trees. And so I don't know. I just gotta. I've been evacuated a couple of times over the past couple of years, but so far the house has still here. I have to keep my fire insurance up so I don't. Oh yeah, you got you gotta have it where I live. Yeah. You're not I gonna mean, believe that we have it's, reached it's our fire. I mean, last year up in Northern California, like a hundred people died in one town. Wow. Yeah, it was a just we get. It's just terrible. There's a terrible drought out here. It's just it's so dry. You know, the weather's getting hotter, and yeah. you're getting more hurricanes in the south. It's just I don't know. Well, Yvonne, I, I I can't believe it either. We're reaching our five minute mark, aren't we? We are. We have reached our five minute mark, Larry. Okay, that means there's five minutes left. Five minutes to the end of the show. So what I want you to do is tell people where you're going to be appearing next so they can go watch you live and in person. Okay. Well, right now I'm just doing live streams for a while, and that's every Sunday at 4 o'clock on Facebook, Larry J. Music. Uh, so that's Larry J. Music, J-A-Y in the middle, not not the letter J, but J-A-Y, and then at 4 o'clock, uh, Pacific time, LA time, and you could see me every Sunday. I'm doing. I'll be doing new songs. Some of my old. I definitely do. Wow, uh, two new. All the songs you played. To, sometimes I don't do chasing me, but I'm going to do it next week because you made me excited about it. <laughs> see, and that's how this works. <laughs> yeah. And you gave Come me an on. idea for. Uh, you gave me an idea for a song. This was a great hour. It's a lot of fun. And yeah, you can also see me on YouTube. I have music videos on YouTube. Same thing, Larry J. Music, uh, Spotify. You can listen to it. And if you want to talk to me on Instagram, it's Larry J. Underscore Music. For some reason, I couldn't just do Larry J. Music. <clears throat> I had to do Underscore Music. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know all the places where you can go and watch and listen to Larry J. And please do. He is an indie artist, and he is fantastic. Tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Time, we have Louise Cappy on here. She is also another indie artist. And so join us for that show. We will not be on next Monday night because I will once again just be getting into town. But we will be on on Tuesday night with another artist who I will put up and tell you about tomorrow night. But what what we do here, ladies and gentlemen, as you have seen tonight, this show is never scripted because we found out things about Larry that 
if it had been a scripted show, we wouldn't have known. Number one, he's a fantastic person. He is an exceptional artist. He can take very little and get a idea for a song off of this show. Think about that. He got two ideas off of this show for two new songs. <laughs> now, what I want to do when he releases those songs, I want to launch them on this show so that all of y'all will hear them first. That's just the way we roll here. Larry, would you be willing mm-hmm. to do that? Say it again? Oh, but definitely. I'd, I'd love to come again. And uh, I want to say something to all your listeners and to, and to the hosts, you guys. Uh, may your dreams find you. That's oh, my hope. I love, guys. I love it. May your dreams find you. And ladies and gentlemen, just like Larry said, may your dreams find you. I want to thank Larry again for being on the show tonight. Thank Ian for co-hosting because... I can't hardly do it without him. It's like a half of me is gone when he was out of town. I was wanting to say, Ian, what do you think about this? And there was no Ian, so he can't go out again. (laughs) (laughs) So join us again tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, here on Off the Chain with uh, me, Yvonne Mason, and my co-host, Ian Bush, where we will bring you another hour of who knows what, but it will be fun. Larry has agreed to come back. Larry, again, thank you so much, my dear, for spending an hour with me. And may your dreams always find you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You are quite welcome. Ian, you want to take us home tonight? I mean, how can I follow up after that, Yvonne? No, honestly, just, um, you know, a, a moment of gratitude. It's good to be back. Um even though I wasn't here physically with you on the show, I was here in spirit. I missed you a lot. I missed the, uh, I missed all our listeners and our guests. So I appreciate it. And uh, if nobody tells you tonight, we love you. So love y'all too. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will close tonight. We will see you again tomorrow night here on Off the Chain at eight o'clock. So good night, Larry, and good night, Ian, and good night, listeners. Good night. Right, y'all. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.